Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Gubernatorial hopeful Andrew Giuliani on the show yesterday talking about Lee Zeldin. We'll get to Lee momentarily here. Every time my mom is on, I, can't, I cannot answer these messages fast enough. I've got hundreds already. Instagram at Rosenberg.Sydney. Everybody DMing me. Joe Esposito, who just lost his beautiful wife, Chris, not that long ago now, 53 years for him, he texted me. So anybody who texts or DMs me, just know this, I see, Lisa Ganji, I see every single one of your messages, and I appreciate every one. Some I even sent to my mom, to be honest, and she appreciates it too. If I don't get back to you right now, it's because, oh, I know, I'm hosting a radio show. But uh, I read them all. I appreciate it. I love you. She loves you. Rough day for her, obviously, celebrating the anniversary. But um, I think that helped coming on the show today. And she loves to eviscerate the left anyway. Now, Lee Zeldin is uh, my guy. I've been endorsing Lee since day one. But I'm on record saying that every time Giuliani comes on, more than Astorino for me, Bernie's endorsing Astorino. Every time Giuliani comes on, I'm impressed. I'm being honest. And over the last couple of weeks, both Astorino and Giuliani have contested that Lee Zeldin tried to keep them off the ballot. And I said, I don't like that. I love Lee. He's my guy. I think he'd be the best governor. He's been a great politician, Iraq war hero. No, he's Jewish, too, but that's fine. Uh, a great guy. But, I, you know, I want a healthy competition. And I want to see Lee outdo these guys, in fact, when it comes to debate day and not just be handed the position. And I think Lee could understand and appreciate that. So I spoke to Lee last night, and I said, just so you know, whether it's who you've appointed as your deputy, whether it's the possibility of appointing a pro-life health commissioner, keeping guys off the ballot, these other guys are beating your brains in. And I know Lee has stayed away from it. He keeps maintaining it's about Hochul, his his TV commercials. He doesn't attack the other guys. But at some point, at some point, you have to defend yourself. You have to. Because people are starting to bail, I feel like. So that was a discussion I had last night with Lee Zeldin. And here he is this morning, ready to talk. Lee Zeldin, good morning, buddy. How are you? Well, I'm glad we're not coming on and talking about the Rangers game last night. <laughs> well, first of all, you, call, you can't call during the Ranger game. You know that, Lee. I mean, come on. I'm deeply invested in that game, but that was a horrible, horrible loss. But we'll be okay. We've come back from losses like against Pittsburgh before. But you heard what Giuliani said there, Lee, at the very top. He said, Lee Zeldin is a product of backdoor dealings in Albany. I'm the people's guy. What about that? Now, and I appreciate you pointing out what my focus has been, and you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're on. We could, you know, to talk about whatever it is that you ever want to discuss on any day. You know that I'm always available to come on, and I look forward to it. Uh, and and the reason why we're in this race, and the re- and everything that we talk about is about saving the state. It is about getting rid of Kathy Hochul. It is about crime and public safety and education and freedom and the cost of living. That's what I talk about as I travel around this state be doing it a lot over the next few weeks. Uh, So listen, if I wanted to kick off uh, Giuliani from the ballot, 
I'd been able to, to get rid of them. You would have to go to court because uh, of all of the forged signatures. The Board of Elections can't decide on the forgeries. So he had submitted thousands of forgeries. Now, what the Board of Elections can consider is that – and they, they did throw out – the ballots related to the people who signed twice, the fake names, the people from out of state. I mean, that, that, was, that was an issue, but ultimately... The well, so let me, stop, let me stop for one second. So you're telling us that Andrew Giuliani literally had thousands and thousands of forged ballots from people that maybe didn't even exist, lived in different states, all that stuff. 100%. There were thousands of forged signatures. When I talk about forgeries... I'm not. I'm talking about people who were sitting there with a petition and just signing names off of a voter roll, like going down a petition sheet and signing for everybody. Now, separately from the thousands of forgeries, thousands from the, the uh, separate from the forgeries are the uh, people who signed twice, the fake names, the people from out of state. That's on top of it. But so in order to actually remove him from the ballot, we would have had to go to court. We would have it had been a drawn out process and he would have gotten thrown off the ballot. And ultimately, we decided that we were just going to move forward with the campaign. And, and that's that. Leave it to a district attorney to deal with or however else that gets sorted out. Uh, but we wanted to move forward with the campaign. There's going to be debates. We are that point. He just played in that clip that said, you know, like the polls are showing that he's up. I mean, that's just not true. I mean, you can look at the the last poll that came out, Pix11 did with Emerson College. That one had us up. I don't know. That one had us up by like eight. Uh, so a- anyway, I, I, you know, I'm a military guy. I'm, in, I'm finishing up my 19th year right now on the Army. On my dog tags, we wore the, the uh, our seven Army values. The acronym is leadership, loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. So one of the advantages of how I've approached life is that I don't have to keep track of my lives. I, I just give I give consistent answers to different crowds because I can't keep up with giving different answers to different crowds. Honor and integrity means something means something to me. So in you know in, in, as they go around and they're trying to you know undercut what is I would say. You know, my strongest characteristic is I live the seven army values my entire life with everything that I do. Um, the honest issue here is that if we wanted to get rid of them, we would have. But if you look through his petitions, you would be finding all of these different issues with it. But ultimately, we're going to move forward. There will be debates. Uh, they'll come up over the course of the next few weeks. There will be a primary June 28th. Uh, our internal polling has us up. The external polling, like I just pointed out, the last one that came out with PIX11, that one had us up. Uh, we're taking nothing for granted. We're all in. I got in this race about 13 and a half months ago. Uh, my first six months, I, I went to all 62 counties campaigning at least twice, and I just kept on going. No one can outwork me. It's impossible. Uh, I'm back uh, traveling around the state today. Uh, that will continue a lot over course of the rest of the campaign, just like it's been for the last 13 months. And we're not going to take anything for granted. As I started off with what I'm telling you here is that the reason why we're in this race 
is that we, we need to restore balance and common sense to Albany. We, we have to save our state. We can't allow Kathy Hochul to have four more years. We can't have one-party rule. We can't have outsized power of self-described socialists to save New York. We're going to need to be in, uh, united, and that's why I've, I've avoided you know, getting into fights where you know, it's Republicans fighting each other over that kind of nonsense us talk about what are we going to do to make our streets and our subways safe right. and protect freedom. No, I understand. But you, you listen, you're the leader in the clubhouse. And when you're on top, people come after you. I mean, it happens in every profession, even radio. You know, we're, we're number one now and people attack me on Twitter every day. This idiot Errol Lewis, for example, is bringing up arrests from 13 years ago. So when you're on top, they come after you. You had to expect that. The, the, the question was, at what point do you say enough is enough? So you talked about the forgeries with Andrew Giuliani. What's the issue? What, what was the issue with uh, Rob Bastorino? Because he contends you did the same thing to him. See, yeah, this is it, it's kind of shocking that they would want to go there. Because th- this is what he doesn't tell you. Uh, Astorino was a running mate. His name was Michael Grace. And, and Astorino submitted so many illegal signatures that his running mate got tossed off the ballot. Th- that was the reason why that elections in the court got rid of Michael Grace. So he does not have a lieutenant governor candidate anymore. So I'm kind of surprised that, that, that he would actually even want to bring this up. But listen, you're asking me the question. You want me to answer it. You know, you, you, you know, you think that it's important this morning for us to get into this. And I understand and I appreciate it. And it's, and it's great to be on. But that's the part that he's just totally leaving out is that he submitted too many legal signatures on this guy, Michael Grace, his LG, his running mate, uh, his lieutenant governor candidate. And that's why he doesn't have a running mate anymore. Two other things that uh, people have come down on you for include, uh, I guess you almost appointed a pro-life health commissioner. People like, hey, Lee, buddy, sweetheart, you know, listen, you're pro-life, I'm pro-choice. I don't care. I think you're a wonderful human being. But you have to know that in a blue state like New York, if you get past Giuliani and Astorino and you have real designs on beating Kathy Hochul, pro-life ain't going to work. Now, soon after that was announced that you were going to do that, you said you weren't going to do that. What was the issue with that? Well, let me make it, let me be crystal clear. I am going to appoint the best person to be the next health commissioner. My what what I had stated is that I think it would be great to have a health commissioner who respects life as opposed to what we're used to. Think of Howard Zucker. I mean, think of the health commissioner who we had with the deadly nursing home order and cover up. You know, and they focused on that cover-up and you know, helping uh, Cuomo score his $5.1 million self-congratulatory book deal, which, by the way, they use taxpayer-funded staff to, to help write. There are thousands of New York families uh, who still mourning their loved ones, still demanding justice. Uh, I believe that they should have it. I believe that laws were broken, that, that this is something that was criminal that took place. So I, I, make, I make a statement about respecting life. Uh, and, and the next health commissioner may be somebody who is pro-life. But ultimately, you, what we have to understand is that the laws that are on the books today in New York, they, they've already codified – not only did they codify Roe v. Wade in New York State, they've gone far past that. They've legalized late-term partial birth abortions. They've legalized non-doctors performing abortions. I know pe- a lot of people 
who are pro-choice, pro-choice. They consider themselves to be pro-choice, but they are against late-term partial birth abortion. That's me. Now, if you wake up uh, today, you know, let's say uh, you know, at 10 a.m., the United States Supreme Court took the draft decision that leaked, and they make it final. Right now, as you and I are, we're having this conversation at uh, 8.17, the law in New York is exactly the same as it would be when we wake up and you know, let's say we're having a conversation tomorrow at, at 8.17 a.m. The law in New York it doesn't change. So, and, and regardless of you know, who is uh, you know, the, the head of different state agencies, the law in New York Tomorrow is the same as the law in New York today. But unfortunately for Kathy Hochul, who, you know, she's trying to get her base worked up. She's trying to get them hysterical, wants to get them um, energized. So she's trying to convince them that this Supreme Court decision is going to be resulting in, you know, New York State, you know, capsizing and tipping over in the Atlantic Ocean. And that's just not the reality of. So I mean that's that's some of my thoughts on you know that you you know the pro life commissioner, but also what's going on with the Supreme Court. Two minutes to go. Um, Listen, Lee, you know how this is going to go. Giuliani's going to call you a liar. He's going to say, "Hey, he sued us. Uh, The fact is, his lawsuit went nowhere, and that's why they pulled it." Astorino was going to do the same thing, and I know this is uncomfortable for you. I can tell in your voice. I can tell in your voice you are not comfortable doing this. But but. At some point, you have to defend yourself, and that's why you're here this morning, which I congratulate you on. But you know both of these guys are going to call you a liar and come out even tougher against you now. What would be your message if they're listening? I'm not sure they are. But if they are, Andrew and Rob, what's your message to them right now? Well, actually, it didn't go to court. It was would have gone to court. Uh, but before the court, the, it, you don't go to court until after the Board of Elections hears the case. So, you, you know, th- there were there was an option that was preserved to go to court. I, I mean, that was something that would have happened within days. But before we actually went in front of a judge to start that drawn out process, we decided, you know what, we're not going to do that. But but nothing was ever judged at all. There was no no consideration whatsoever on the thousands of forgeries because that has to be done by a judge. The Board of Elections can't review any of those forged signatures. So, you know, they could you know, could say whatever they want to say, but the reality is that uh that that in order to consider all of the different forgeries, you have to go in front of a judge and present argument and you have depositions and you you know, you bring people in to testify in and they're cross-examined, and it's like, let's just get on with this with this campaign. I'm not going to spend the next few weeks just battling this out in a courtroom. Instead, we'll just settle the score at the ballot box, and that's the statement that I, that I had made then. Uh, and, and listen, you could call whatever whatever names you want to call, but the you know the reality with Astorino is that he doesn't have a running mate. You could ask yourself, why, Rob? Why don't you have a running mate anymore? You know what happened with Michael Grace? Well, the problem is, is that he got kicked off of the ballot. Why did why did Michael Grace get kicked off the ballot by by not just the Board of Elections, but but in court? What what was wrong? Well, they submitted thousands of illegal signatures. That's the end of the story. Like you can't. There's there's nothing that I just said that you could say that was that was inaccurate. Now, once again, we are talking about this because they want to talk about you know petitions and spin it and try to call names. 
And instead of us having a conversation about what we can do to actually save our state and save our country, I mean, I believe that we're battling right now for the heart and soul of our country and our state. I'm in Washington, D.C. right now. I see it every single day. And whether it's overseas, it's at our border, it's inflation, supply chain, it's cashless bail, DAs refusing to enforce the law, attacks on freedom, COVID restrictions, people who lost power and control, they want to be an emperor, governor, whatever the conversation is that we should be talking about. Instead, Sid and Lee are talking about Robin Andrews' petitions. Well, you know, stop bellyaching about what's, what, what it was in fact, by the way, wrong with what you submitted, because now we're actually going to have a conversation if that's what you insist. But people who are listening to this show right now, as they're driving to work, they're traveling on the roads, they are thinking about the cost of gasoline in that car that they are driving right now and how crazy fill up their gas tank or to fill up their oil tank or, or, or how maybe if we're making this commute to work inside of the Carolinas or Tennessee or Florida or Texas, that their money will go further, they'll live life freer, and they'll feel safer. That's what we should be talking about instead of these clowns' petitions. Hey, that's a heck of a job, Lee. That is a, that is a heck of a job this morning coming on and uh, explaining all that uh, that has been going on. Now you can go back to work, get back to the uh, the real matters at hand, which you just spoke about. Again, the uh, June 28th is the primary. You've been doing this now for the better part of 14 months. There is no question in my mind you are ready to go. And if, in fact, you do win, you'll be a great governor. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for coming on this morning. Thank you for the friendship and all that stuff. And uh, good luck. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you. All right. Let's go, Rangers. Take care, guys. <laughs> all right, Lee. Uh, that's Lee Zeldin right there running for governor. And uh, that was an interesting conversation. I do expect to hear from Andrew Giuliani and Rob Astorino momentarily. If I haven't yet, I haven't checked my phone yet, but I do expect to hear from, if not one, both of those guys. That was about as angry as you'll ever hear Lee Zeldin. I'm sorry. I've been around for a long time. He was hyperventilating. I mean, as Peter King, if he's listening, he can tell you, you can hear in Lee. He was like hyperventilating. He's not used to doing that, having to defend himself and yell at these guys. And that was a very, very interesting couple of minutes with Lee. Still to come this hour, Lydia reports and the great Bill O'Reilly, Thursday edition of Bernie and Sid. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.